welcome to the POC Squared podcast, hosted by Seher, Prithi and Karel. In this episode, we discuss some of the modern forms of period poverty and how they have affected our lives. But please be aware that the following topics are discussed. Ableism, death by COVID-19 and neglect, transphobia, misogyny, the prison complex in many countries, and slave labour. A transcript and show notes for this and all episodes can be found on our website, www.pocsquared.co.uk. That's www.poc2.co.uk. We're also on Twitter and Instagram, at POC Squared. That's POC and then the word squared spaces. You can also contact us via email contact at pocsquared.co.uk that's contact at poc then the number two co.uk and finally we'd like to thank the Royal Astronomical Society for their funding as it was through this that we've been able to create the second season of the podcast as well as do all of the other outreach activities that we are doing for POC Squared and keep them all free. With all this said, please enjoy the episode. So just to say we did miss a month, 2021 has been horrendous and we're all suffering. It has been Been some really bad weeks for all three of us in multiple different ways simultaneously, can you believe? So that's why we had to skip a month. But we're back on our BS. This will be out August 1st. So hello from the future if you're listening. And this is our period poverty. And is it just the general physical health episode Um, uh, during your degree? Yeah, basically. We're going to talk about the absolute state of physical health during a degree and honestly now like the long-lasting effects of it that just everybody seems to have and nobody seems to talk about or have any way of dealing with and just how even in a quote-unquote rich country with access in quotes also because we have to pay to like menstrual (laughs) items and stuff like that you can end up in real big period poverty despite that because of late stage capitalism to start things off should we just sort of talk about like our own personal experiences with regards to like physical health and uni period stigma that we may have faced in our lives so I think it started because um I just remember us because remember how we wanted to match up basically a lot of the episodes from season one with like uh like sequels in season two right Mm. um and like the counterpart to this one was like the general like BAME health situation mess which was happening during the heart of COVID right no season one pre-COVID wasn't it season one was pre-COVID no yeah it was are we Corral hello (laughs) (laughs) Corral Corral it wasn't we were literally talking about the COVID we had a COVID app we talked about COVID on the app in I'm I'm literally on the website. When did we have a COVID episode? In we season... didn't have a COVID episode, but we had in, in the B, the Bayman Health thing. We had we, a COVID. I could. <laughs> how, we did how have you... not. We did yes, not we did. do. Check like... it. Check it. Check it. Listen to it. Listen to it again if you need to. I'm gonna open it in this episode. Open. open... I'm going to listen to all an hour of it or however long it is in this episode. 
No, I we... swear to God, I swear to God, the end of season one was during COVID, perhaps. Yeah, because yeah, we recorded yeah, some yeah, of yeah. those remotely. Definitely recordings done in summer last year. Yeah. So that was pandemic times. Oh my God. Yeah, that's that's how long it's been, Corral. It's, it's... <laughs> The absolute state. I, the this, absolute state. <laughs> of this um, Yeah, look, the first of... I'm literally looking at the Piercy Squared episode 6 show notes. Ugh. And one of the things is coronavirus, coronavirus victims seem to be disproportionately POC. Like, the, the, the coronavirus is in full swing. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I was wrong, and I'm also in pain. You're you're way too optimistic about how long this pandemic has it's lasted. It's been for ages, Corral. You've been here for 84 years. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now, Boris. If you don't know, if you're outside of the <gasps> UK, Boris Johnson, ugly, gross, crispy, right-wing clown Boris ugly. Johnson, who is say ugly again, who uh, who is ugly, and is also <laughs> the prime minister, is busy opening up everything with no masks, saying that individuals get to choose if they wear masks or not, because um, it's a personal choice, but basically because the economy's failing, right? And not because anything's gotten any better. And now all of the coronavirus numbers are going up again. And everyone's continuing to literally die. So it's been a time. It's been a time. Hell. Classic Boris. Whoa. Oh, what a tangent. What a tangent. I'm sorry. What, what were you saying? I I don't know. But basically, yeah, because we have like, we have like a health, we had like a health counterpart in season one. Okay. And so I think one of us was just like, hey, you know, we should talk about how it specifically affected us during our degree, and also, like, no one talks about how much periods are stig- uh, stigmatized in like the entire like world. So let's yell about that too. Let's yell about that too. I just remember my health. Well, I've said this before on the podcast. My health reached a peak low. That doesn't make any sense. An all-time low. <laughs> peak low. A peak low, an all time low. That's a when... new album, peak low. <laughs> of course, mixtape coming soon um, during our degree, and that got a million times worse during exams. Yep. Exam period. Haha, <laughs> play on words, but not really. But just because of the, the, the absolute state of exams, the hours we put in, also just to dunk on Queen Mary specifically. Other unis would have exams in the like in January and in the summer, and they shoved all of ours into the end of the year. So you'd have like goddamn, you know, six to eight exams all at once. <laughs> you just had to memorize everything for at the same time. So you can imagine the stress that we were under, and that obviously led to some like bad habits, along with the stress that just destroyed everybody's health. Honestly, I think. Um, And it was just not sustainable. And doing that every year for four years in a row has left us with some pretty big, like literal physical (laughs) scars, so to speak, from all of that. And yeah, I just I just think the um, the absolute mess of it all and having, like I said, just like nowhere to go sort of to decompress. I remember the public toilets in the university were always especially some of them were always bad obviously but yeah. like you know usually people are pretty good and wouldn't destroy a bathroom but i always remembered like the uni toilets getting absolutely like eviscerated yeah. <laughs> during exam season clearly because people weren't feeling well and it yeah. was just awful it was just awful 
especially the physics building toilets, we had to go like across oh. to like find secret hidden locations for loose on campus. That I had to show all of you and I will never reveal the existence of outside of outside of friends in real life because Thank those you. are my toilets. Those are my <laughs> secret clean toilets. Copyright. Correct. Copyright. <laughs> exactly. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen um, to twenty twenty one. And beyond. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, it was a bad time. Um, speaking of particularly exam period stress, uh, period. Um, and... <laughs> I want as many period puns in this episode as possible. It's gonna be great. Um, I remember my like period literally just stopping for like the entirety of like exam season each year. Like for two months straight, I just wouldn't have a period, and I just like chalk that down to it being like normal. And that's without having any like significant, like any sort of significant like condition, like PCOS or anything. That's just my body fun- like stopping it it's purely because of stress. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, that's just how life has to be, I guess, as a student. Like, it's so yeah. bad. It's <laughs> it so bad that we normalize these things. You didn't have time to like go to a doctor and sort it out. I, I mean... was just like, great. I don't have to be <laughs> bleeding. <for this." laughs> I mean, uh, we laugh, but I did the exact same thing on a worse scale because I have PCOS, as you I know PCOS. now. Yeah. But for yeah. the goddamn three, four years I was in uni, I just did not have a period. And I was just like, I don't have time to deal with this The every sort of six months when I'd remember that I should be having periods. And then I quite literally forget because I was busy doing other stuff for the whole of the degree. And yep. in my humble opinion... Even though I am a clown idiot, that is in itself a type of period poverty. Oh yeah, definitely is. I mean, just like don't like get me started on the fact that like no sanitary products in um, any bathrooms. Because I remember you know, seeing trans the men box have that was definitely just eat your cash in some of the bathrooms, and that was it. Well, yeah, in, in the in the library toilet, the one big. Boy. I remember that the one, the one, the one Louis was in. Yeah, and yeah, he had to pay for it, and that I think was it. absolutely terrible. Yeah, and that was actually bad. Um, I To be honest, I'd rather go... We had, like, a Sainsbury's across the road. I'd rather just go there, to be, yeah. to be honest, than have to, like, go to a different toilet to go find... Yeah. Literally. Literally. Oh, God, also, I I... just, like, general health problems. Like, we were all talked about how, like, Ableist university is right and our our degree definitely did like exacerbated that there were no so like if, if you were for example like a chronically ill person or you had like some you know reason some reason why you couldn't travel into uni you'd have to rely on remote learning yeah and our university didn't have that in place like i dislocated my kneecap during my master's and um I don't live on campus. I never, I didn't live on campus back then. I lived at home with my parents on the opposite side of London. So I obviously couldn't take the train in with my no kneecap. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like I was remember just like being like, huh, okay. So one module has a lecture recording. Let's check that out. And it was like half the board. So like not even like, so basically the, the dude wrote across two like large whiteboards, right? It wasn't even one whiteboard. It was like half of that whiteboard. That's mm. the angle the camera was at, and that was the lecture recording we got, and then there was nothing else for any. Enjoy, model. enjoy, sweetie. That's all you get. I just, but yeah, just awful. Uh, and just to talk about ableism and bring this back, because like I think we have a duty to speak on this. In that, like how, um, like if you had any kind of like issue, like stomach issue or whatever, 
that means that you needed like access to like adequate bathrooms quickly if like you had some kind of like attack like say if you had crones or something that was also just impossible to deal with and just a complete mess like i just think the absolute state of like bathroom access i think well this is more like a problem in i don't know about other countries but certainly in the uk in general but i still just blame it on unis because we're talking about unis in this podcast um i just think that that in itself was just also just absolutely completely like a mess like there was no facilities for anybody with any kind of like actual chronic disability who needs access to toilets quickly when they have a flare-up and that was bad It's true. It's completely true. I don't think like so many of them were like they didn't have like the stalls weren't wide enough to like there were barely any like disabled loos if I'm remembering correctly as well. I only I only I'm remember, trying to think, but I, I don't only think... remember one in the physics building. Awful. That was on ground. No, there was two in the physics building actually. Okay. One on the first floor, one on the lower ground floor. Oh yeah. Um, I don't. But those were always destroyed because like. Everyone, because there weren't that many in the buildings to begin with. And everyone just used them and be Yeah, exactly. Honestly, honestly, I just want to quickly say that if you are not somebody who has like a chronic illness and you destroy a public toilet, I think you should get in trouble for that. I'm bitter. I'm just so upset. Jail immediately. You just get thrown into a trapdoor. Electric chair. No, just, just bleep that out. It's just jail. It's okay, just fair. jail. <laughs> okay, fair. I guess we have our different opinions. Like, we, that's fine. And that's valid. You know what? <laughs> varying opinions is what makes life interesting, of course. So, yes. Um. <laughs> I'm just really angry. It's bad. It's bad. I also want to talk as well about, like, state of actual like sanitary products in themselves in of in of themselves i think they are actively like the the ones you can buy from the shops right the disposable ones are like a huge scam um if you look up you actually have if you actually find them and say if you took out i know nobody does this because they're all really expensive which is part Mm. of the scam but if you take like an always pad right and you like put water on it the water like beads up because they're not mm. actually absorbent. Like your average maxi pad will have two plastic bags worth of rubbish in, well, of, of unrecyclable plastic within the maxi pad. And they're just like actually, re- they're actually made to not be that absorbent despite the weird like adverts with the mysterious blue liquid because they're too scared to put like a red fake blood, but whatever on yeah. them. And they just like, they're terrible. I just think they're actually terrible. Like, they don't absorb anything. <laughs> They're just the worst. And then tampons, your other, like, general, you know, <laughs> choice, can give you toxic so- shock syndrome, and that's not fun. And, and some people have conditions, which means they can't use them exactly, at all. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And sometimes your cramps are just that bad that you don't want to use them. Yeah. And then also the other alternatives that I've been seeing around have been, like, touted out mostly for environmental reasons as if like the ocean isn't literally in flames because of bp right now and the entire you know global warming is due to afab people trying to you know stodge their period blood like i hate this i hate it here i hate it here i I absolutely hate it here i just hate the entire chat around periods and 
how they're seen as like dirty and annoying and just the stress and anxiety that could like really wreck you up with and without them and it's just yep and just and just needing the toilet in general is just weirdly stigmatized as if you don't all need the toilet every day multiple times a day like what is happening what is and happening? I hate how, like, you know, instead of, like, period products in shops being called period products, it's feminine hygiene. As if, like, only feminine people you need period products, like... And the hygiene part. Like... And the hygiene part. It's not, it's not dirty! <laughs> it's not it's dirty! Just, it's just a... It's a process. It's a goddamn process. Like, it's just, it's just subsetting. As if, like, you know, like, like, trans men get periods, right? And, like, it's it's just it's just it's just nasty. It's just nasty the way it's marketed. Yeah. Um. The way they they're just so afraid of saying the word period. Like you said, the blue, the mysterious blue liquid instead of like Everyone red the show to notes. show <laughs> blood. Mysterious blue liquid. It's so I remember those. I think Ugh. Body Form recently did an ad, but it's literally 2021 where they released this ad where they used red liquid for the first time. Wow. It's... And it's been like years. It's been millennia. <laughs> literally been millennia wow Um, iconic wow it's like the shaving adverts where a woman with a completely smooth leg leg gouge off the skin i guess and shave shave it i was really confused as to what was i remember being young and being stupid and not really realizing that they were like for shaving hair because i again like i literally just like i was like is she, she is this like a skin treatment thing i didn't know that she was shaving her like let hair off her legs so i couldn't see the hair and there, there was still no hair I mean, it's so bad i just i couldn't i couldn't be on the set for like a razor blade advert and take it seriously if that not only if they've got like a woman who clearly has a completely smooth leg but then they digitally enhance it to make it yeah. look even smoother. Smoother. And then they sh- shaves the digitally enhanced smooth leg. leg. And then they don't digitally enhance it more. But it looks the same amount of smooth. Oh, <laughs> oh better, that, better, better, better than that. They have those animation okay, bleep that out. Okay. I'm so angry. They have those like animation. They animate the hair, right? They put like, you know, Oh, the, the graphic of like fake the 3D, hair. The three D animations, of course, of, oh, of like yeah. a blade slicing it. Because why actually show it? I guess I pay someone like too much money to animate this. Like I just, oh. could have saved money by just having a woman with hair on her legs shave the legs and go look that are. But no, <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. It's such a it's such a mess. It's so bad. It is so bad. Like, I just don't understand. It's literally all just ableist and terrible and just genuinely mean. Like, it's just weirdly mean. There was one shaving advert that I saw and it was like, it was it was supposed to be positive, like showing all the different types of hair that people have. Like they have hair on their arms, have hair on their stomachs and stuff like mm-hmm. that and like on their thighs yeah. and everything. And um, and I don't know if I'm imagining it, but I feel like when they showed like the stomach hair, it was like bleached. <laughs> like it wasn't like it I don't think it was like I don't think it was like dark hair or anything I think it was bleached and it was just like was it on someone yes. who like didn't have blonde hair yeah like, that's you're just you're just kind of like you're still hiding it like yeah come on you're not being positive if you're hiding it Literally. I'll find that and get angry about it in the show notes like that's so stupid <laughs> it is dumb it is dumb um we love circles we do but not here um that yeah. Was bad.
yes so something else that i think is really important to bring up was that on our campus um that from what i remember there was literally like two gender neutral toilets in the entirety of the university and one was in the student union and the other was in the library which was like another sort of like social place that anybody could go to that that seemed more like modern than the rest of the uni but all of you know learning buildings tm only had like male and female toilets and i think that as like a dichotomy was just like really gross and terrible you know it's just blatant transphobia honestly like i don't like it they yeah they, I don't like how they will just put a gender neutral toilet again, just in the modern library and in the student union. And then all of the professional real buildings where you go to get your degree, TM, can have the gross gendered toilets. And Correct. that's it. I'm just like, that's, that is, that is violence. That is an attack. That is an attack. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm trying to think now because I'm trying to think not just the physics building, but like literally any, like the fog building. The Queensville. I don't remember any of them having gender neutral bathrooms aside from like the library and the and the mm. student union. And you're correct. You're completely correct. It's so bad. Mm. It's so bad. And it's like, well, if you bring up people, they're like, oh, well, what about the disabled loose? Like they shouldn't be being used by people who aren't disabled, mm. um, especially if there's already like a limited capacity and it's a crowded building. Like, yeah. st- stop. It's time to stop. Exactly. Um, I think my my only problem is whenever I use the. Uh the gender neutral toilets in the library was just the the lack of oh, why can why can like why 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 can some people just not know how to like pee like there was just <laughs> yeah. there was just there was just urine on the toilet seat and i'm just like excuse I me this. I you are a grown this. you're a grown person clean yourself up like calm down we don't we don't need the rest of us do not need this exactly. if we're sitting down we don't need this oh that brings me back to my point of jail like actual like get rid of the police state jails are a scam but also throw people who destroy toilets who are also not disabled in jail immediately like i just you're right it's just real bad like there's you know i don't have all of the answers but there is like a systematic problem with the way that like public facilities to to go to the loo are like treated in general and it's just it's madness to me that like grown adults like regularly do this it's not like one or two and it makes the news like it's just something that happens and i'm just like why how do you act like this like it's it's a mess it is an absolute mess like something needs to be done to make these facilities better so yeah like we have in our show notes here that like period poverty is sort of typically seen through a lens where it only exists in developing countries but like I think we, from our own experiences, and from like what we have said, like sort of what we've alluded to, like it's very real um, mm. in the West. It's just not like it's not necessarily being like, damn, I am like bleeding through my trousers as we speak, mm. and I'm like in a desert somewhere. Like that's not how it works. It's literally just like you know I <laughs> cannot use this horrific bathroom, you know, at this current moment, or I have to pay, spend like four quid to buy a pack of like what amounts to 10 plastic bags with like some really badly you know not very good glue on them to like (laughs) stick into my underwear and it's just like a mess like and it's all over sometimes they don't even have wings so they literally just what is the point sliding around just sliding around i don't know how people can do it without wings i don't know anyone who (laughs) buys the ones without the wings i (sighs) they're brave 
They're That's brave. They are brave. Say. They are brave. They're braver than me. They are um, brave. I, can I? I'm just gonna say something that's absolutely a mess. But I swear to God, this was on TV like once, like a decade ago, when I was like a tiny baby and never came back. But I'm pretty sure always had a line of of maxi pads that were like built for like thongs to like wrap Dogs. around them. Oh. And then <laughs> clearly that didn't go anywhere. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna search that up. I don't know why I'm that was always like a, it. Always it. It's like a core memory that I've just dug up. I swear to God. So Maxi pads. Always there's like liners. There's just daily liners. No, I swear songs. to God. I remember. Yeah, it was like they like built them for. It was so bad because it was just like, why would you? It was so bad. It was ugh, like, do you need? Do you need them? Can is you wear? Is this it? Is this song? I don't know. That's we're on the same <laughs> website. <laughs> of course we are. I remember the always oh, because I swear to God, here we are. Well, yeah, it I, might I, be the daily liners. I, I was feel, just I feel apart. like right, like this. A lot of this because a lot of the branding is just done by men because they just you know mm. are at the top of pretty much every company. Right? Yeah. So they were just like, oh. Well, clearly all women wear like skimpy, you know, lacy underwear all the time. Of course. We have to make the pads suit the skimpy, lacy underwear. Of course. <laughs> they didn't, there's no brain cells in any of this. Um, oh, I hate I... this idea that like, you know, like, like yeah, their period like pants, right? Which are just like wide, normal, like underwear, right? Yeah. But like, they're called granny panties, which is just, just oh. sexist ageist everything that's Literally. just everything it's everything bad it's in one mean. in two words it's just straight it's up just, mean it's just like, mean it's not, i just oh, i'm losing my mind because that's the thing right it's only yeah. been recently and i've only seen it through like sort of indie brands mm. that they're sort of I, I guess we're going randomly going into solutions half an hour in whatever um <laughs> that they've started making just regular like shaped underwear that shock horror can handle also period blood so you don't have to wear like some level of like nappy in your underwear whilst nappy you're on your around period. the thong. I just thought <laughs> <laughs> it's just do you know do you know what I mean? I'm just like, why don't they just make them like this? Like it makes so much sense. But yeah. because like you said, there's clearly just men at the top of this who are so out of touch that they have no idea what's going they on. Just, they just think women wear, like, Victoria's Secret underwear all the time, during work, during their period, everything. Clearly, yeah, that's God. what that's, that's what we do. Every so second. So uncomfortable. Oh, just so scratchy. They're not even nice. They're not even... They're just expensive and, like, weirdly marketed, and I don't like the shop. What's that other shop? Hollister. Them and Hollister are just the worst evils. things in any... Twin evils. <laughs> in any shopping centre. They just suck. Just going past the store is always just a stressful it's experience. It's Hollister the one with the terrible lighting and the pot weird yeah. palm trees inside. And also yeah. the random people standing outside in um, their underwear or shirtless. Yes. It's Abercrombie and Fitch also evil? They are evil, yes. I think. Are they... Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, all brands <laughs> are evil, but are yes. they evil in this specific way we are talking about right now? I cannot I think... remember. I think in in America, especially, like Abercrombie and Fitch is like, you need to be really, really, like, you know, kind of socially um, good. What's it called? Conventionally, conventionally attractive. Yeah, yeah, um, I remember that. To actually work there, like if you if you if you're not conventionally attractive, you, there's no chance. You're, like you're, ba- you're basically backroom staff. Then 
god. Have you, like, I just googled Abercrombie and Fitch. What they sell is just so ugly. <laughs> it <laughs> they is. They don't sell anything nice. They're just like, who wants this gross brown dress for £55? I don't like it here. Oh my god, I remember seeing just like a lacy top and I was like oh that's a nice lacy top it was just like a white nice lace top and I was like oh, okay I think I might I'm, I'm kind of considering getting it and I looked at the price it was 40 pound <laughs> no I'm not no, no. I, at that time I was a broke student I'm not doing that plus also like I can guarantee it's gonna fall apart like it's not even gonna last like oh hate it hate it okay I don't know how we got here but I'm glad that we did because they do suck <laughs> We do, like, anti-product placement on this show. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get sponsors, because we're going to be like, actually, all brands are terrible, and then buy the products, and then make <laughs> I just think, um, like we said, just the um, the design and the way period products are made are just absolutely, like, awful. I can't believe the general, like, solution to periods is to, again, wear a glorified nappy that is systematically made out of... Um, unabsorbent materials to make you buy more of them that literally slides around in your underwear or you can have like a toxic shock syndrome like device shoved up your coochie i guess and just hope that you don't get it and you know at the exact same time when you're having cramps and don't want to do that like it and that's it those are like the two choices it's just like uh great yep great um (laughs) Uh, and nobody talks to i'm just going to bring it up the other like symptoms of periods as well and having to work through those i think that's like something we should speak about um yeah because yeah. you know the actual bleeding is somehow like the least bad of it compared to the rest of the mess of being on your period i can't like i just think it's weird that this country just doesn't have like um like actually like stated period leave you know what i mean yeah whereas literal japan a country which is just you know in some in a lot of ways like socially yeah behind a lot of the times has period leave for a lot of like um women employ women employees and stuff like that and i just think that i think mm. that's literally weird um yeah also yeah no one talks about like the actual first of all, like the mad variety of period symptoms yeah um, because I've like I've never had a period where the, where the symptoms have been set have been the same each it's, month. It's always um, a guessing some, games. Like, Sometimes I've get? literally been to like A and D twice for period pain, and that's just the pain. There was nothing physically wrong. It was just pain, right? Mm. Um, and the fact that this is just something that you know can be just worked through and causes like barely any symptoms is just like a giant misconception. Mm. Yeah. I like, think for um for me in uni, uh, if I had like really bad bad cramps, I'd just mm. I'd literally just miss miss lecture that day. Like I just couldn't do it because sometimes mm. I'd get really um I get really dizzy. Yeah. Um, and I remember at one point I had like a um one time I had um like really bad I had bad cramps and I was like okay I need to go get myself a hot water bottle. Literally went downstairs and I started like kind of folding over a little bit like I was just in so much pain and then I went upstairs and I was like with my hot water bottle and then my hot water bottle burst no and I had to literally I had to literally like while I was in pain like run to the bathroom chuck the hot water bottle into the bath went back into my bedroom and I was just in pain crying for like 
an hour or something because I was just in so much pain um and I could I physically could not get up like that's mm. how bad it was and I haven't had it I haven't had anything as bad since because um I I got a new hot water bottle and I have several now it's just nice. in case you need to rotate them I think um yeah. but it's just I always get scared if that's gonna happen to me literally while I'm in the office mm. um because when I was in uni I lived close by to uni and like if I was ever in I was usually not really in on my own and I could like get one of my housemates or something to come get me if I was like bad or anything yeah um so like that wasn't a worry for me but when I'm now I'm working I feel like there's less leniency and less flexibility when it comes to like when when you have problems with that um so like when I started working the pandemic happened and I was home all the time so when when I literally start having cramps I could just go get a hot water bottle have some paracetamol I could just like chill for a little bit you know sit in bed or something for a bit but if I was in the office I was like terrified because what what am I gonna do if that ever happens like I don't trust I, I it's not that I don't trust my work colleagues but like it's just awkward yeah having like being physically ill in front of your colleagues and stuff like that so there's just it's it's like but no one even talks about like the cause of like period pain because everyone's like oh it's muscle contractions right that's it like no no like it's literally because when the when the muscle contracts it compresses blood vessels and it cut and temporarily cuts off blood supply and oxygen supply to the cells in the womb so you're basically triggering mass cell death of an organ which then sloughs out of you like it's not like normal pain it's not like pulling a muscle right yeah when exactly. people just say, "Oh, it's just muscle cramps," that's what you, that's what. It, but no, it's literally like mass cell death. There's that YouTube video that came out recently where somebody made a machine that contracts like a vagina does during a period, and it's like strong enough to like crush a can. I'm gonna find it. Oh yeah, yeah. The, I remember that. I remember that. Like the can. I'm gonna. Um... I don't need to see that. I I'm not. No, no, it's not like. Don't worry, it's not as bad. It's it's, it's fine. Like I'll show you. Oh, so you made it sound as like there was a can in the vagina. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. Crushing that's it. Exactly, that is exactly what it is. The link. <laughs> it's the link, but no, no, it's like a machine. Don't worry. It's the machine. <laughs> vagina crushing machine is how it's that, going. I will find notes. the vagina crushing machine and put that, in, put that in the show notes. It's here. It's in the show <laughs> okay. notes. But as her watches that, I just wanted. I'm to not see. watching it. It's I'm not. I don't nice. need to know what's happening inside my body. Like no. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's it's not bad. It's fine. We're watching it anyway. As her watches that, I'm going to talk about. I came. I googled. I googled symptoms of menstruation just to like have like a little list of what symptoms could be, and some some of the normal physical symptoms. Excuse me, I'm just my throat's collapsing. I guess um, some of the normal physical symptoms, and again, this isn't even all of them because lots of people have like more unique ones, and you can get any random amount of them. Like there are some that I will get every single time I have a period, right? And then there are some where I'm just like, sometimes I will and sometimes I won't, and it's always, it's always a guessing game. But this list says tender breasts, bloating, slash fluid retention, muscle aches, joint pain, headaches, acne abdominal cranks diarrhea or constipation so one or the other um or both i guess for some people and then lower back pain trouble sleeping low energy and fatigue like you know you get all of those simultaneously basically at least four or five of them um and you know just how are you supposed to 
get up and go to work when this is happening to you like Oh, every month I'm, I'm so I'm watching the video and there was like there's a comment that said I've just lost it um yeah. but it basically said that like it's the same so the amount of pressure which is 2.3 psi is the same as like underneath 1.6 meters of water oh my god what? yeah so like that's the um, yeah so yeah 2.3 psi is roughly equivalent to the pressure at the bottom of 1.6 meters of water so the device could have pushed water up a tube that high so basically, that pressure device could have pushed water up a tube, one point six meters tall. I just that's mad. That is that is amazing, but I'm also gonna, terrifying. It's also I'm terrifying. scared. I'm gonna send her a screenshot just so she knows what it looks like, so she knows it's not as scary as it looks. <laughs> I'm gonna make her look at this. Look at it. But just also, it's like a, this is a tangent, but remember when that the that woman who went to space, right? Mm. Um, in the space, and she went to the ISS, and like the people who are like packing the provisions like the male astronauts didn't really know how many like tampons she would need so they bought <laughs> like like a million. literally million yeah for like two weeks or something up there that was pretty funny that that's was hilarious funny. that's actually quite sweet but also i would worst. just i would just i would just take all of them just like yeah <laughs> thank like, you I need give me the tampons these. for life <laughs> thank you for this that was messy but also it goes to show how nobody teaches anybody anything because for some reason they don't want to talk about it and it just drives me insane yep but- and like gendered sex ed, like separate, separate. It's just so like we should all be learning the same stuff. I hate it. I hate no it. idea what's going on in the other like in the other class TM, and it's just like oh, oh, it's a whole mess. It's so bad. But yeah, just like again, just the 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 idea of like again late stage capitalism. You know, we're working for a pandemic. My little image of like that tiny cat with that laptop just making me make my stupid plots <laughs> and answer my stupid emails oh, every day. Like it's just. Again, just the absolute goddamn state, state of having to work on your period. Because again, you know, imagine having just picking a few of these. Imagine like having diarrhea, joint pain, a headache, and abdominal cramps all at the same time, and just being expected to work. Like I just can't. It's, it, it it happens. I've done it. It just is so upsetting. It's really upsetting, and it happens monthly. Uh, basically and you have yep. to just you have to just keep going or get fired and die of no money disease so like yep yep and obviously all this just goes like it's it's just like there were loads of like i remember that tweet about how this woman literally had endometriosis and like insanely painful periods yeah for like years on end and she died because none of the doctors would believe her pain and then they cut her open and yeah, like the organ had just like died inside her mm. and i just like the state of afab individuals health yeah um just so just in case you don't know i have googled endometriosis i've got the nhs web link that is in mm. the show notes if you will put it there put it in there but yep. just to explain what it is basically sometimes so it can the first thing it says is that it can affect um afab people of any age basically and it's a long-term condition that can have a significant impact on your life. This is editing Corel here to just define what endometriosis is. And I'm reading this directly off of a website that will be linked in the show notes of this episode. And it states that endometriosis is an often painful disorder which tissue, similar to the tissue that normally lines the inside of your uterus, the endometrium, grows outside of your uterus. 
endometriosis most commonly involves your ovaries fallopian tubes and the tissues lining your pelvis endometrial tissue may spread beyond pelvic organs with endometriosis the endometrial like tissue acts as any endometrial tissue would it thickens breaks down and bleeds with each menstrual cycle but because this tissue has no way of exiting the body Remember, it is not in the endometrium, it's somewhere else. In the case of endometriosis, it becomes trapped. And then when endometriosis involves the ovaries, cysts called endometriomas may form, um, and surrounding tissue can become irritated, eventually developing into scar tissue and adhesions. It can cause pain, sometimes severe, especially during menstrual periods and fertility problems may develop and if it goes untreated it may cause death yeah and everybody's just like oh it's just period pain get over it like how many times have you seen people be like i thought i was having bad period pain but my appendix burst and i didn't realize until i literally collapsed because i've had the exact same amount of pain just on a regular period like yeah and like there's um like with endometriosis there's a thing where like sometimes uh you can literally like there's some rare cases where people start coughing up blood mm. because like the they're somehow like i don't know how the body works it's it's too much it's too scary yeah but sometimes like the womb cells travel like literally into the lung and start multiplying mm. um and they just start to grow like try to grow like a whole womb inside a lung and it's Ugh. just absolute absolute madness like literally and then again, horrible the, the number of people who've been like, I tried to tell my doctor and they did nothing. And the doctor of any gender, might I add, will just do nothing. And then they just live with the world's worst quote unquote period cramps when they in fact and are just hugely inflamed just everywhere. Like it's it's a whole mess. It's a whole mess. Yep. Um, if you go on the website, like you said, it says um, there's loads of reasons. Like nobody knows how you get it. But they do know it can travel through the uh, bloodstream um, and it can cause problems with the immune system. Again, if you want to see more, go on the NHS link. Um, If you're outside of the UK, we have socialised healthcare. So basically, if something happens to me, if I break my leg, I can go to a hospital and they'll fix it and I don't have to pay any money. And as part of that, they have a bunch of stuff online written by actual doctors with medical degrees about a bunch of different things. So the National Health Service, NHS website is written by doctors. So read the information here. So yeah, yeah check the show notes. But basically endometriosis is real and is chronically underdiagnosed, especially in women of colour, especially, especially in black women, because of course, and, you know, just another just violent period reason that periods are bad. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Um, yeah, like mm. check out the NHS website. It's it's I, I kind of I'm a, like a bit of a hypochondriac, but whenever I like look at the NHS website, like I know that what I'm looking at is reasonable and trustworthy. Yeah, right? that's why I do like that. should like now talk about people who are like like AFAB individuals who are outside of like the west and traditional healthcare systems Mm. um and in just different social circumstances like prisons and stuff and how 
their access to period resources are even more uh, fraught, right? Yeah. Uh, there's just so many, so many um, issues regarding uh, women of color in the global south um, being stigmatized due to like massive patriarchal regimes and having a lot of problems getting help for their period or just you know period related illnesses in general um i think so i think we briefly mentioned this in like uh all the podcast episodes but um india has a really big terrible problem with stigmatizing periods and it's um it obviously like depends where you are in india i think and and rural communities will have this a lot worse but generally um, a lot of it is influenced by uh, uh, colonialism and patriarchy and also the presence of um, patriarchal religions kind of exacerbate the problem mm-hmm. uh, so that's something that I've been affected with in my in my childhood um, like there was a big like stigma around talking so I'm, I'm just, just people who don't know like I'm Hindu um, I was raised Hindu I still am Hindu but I don't believe in the terrible parts of this religion uh, but there was a lot of stigma around periods um and it sort of it bled into my own life a little bit and stopped me from um perhaps like enjoying festivities because uh going to for example a temple on your period um throughout india and also in like temples in this country you're seen as sort of it's unclean and you shouldn't be uh like near god and stuff so we have like a little shrine in our house um, and whenever like I'm on my period, I, I was told not to like light the candles near the shrine and to stay away from the shrine in general and stuff like that. Um, and obviously, you know, it's it's a lot worse for a lot of women who are in rural communities um, in India because they literally get isolated to these things called period huts. Mm. Um, so there's a tradition called Chobadi, Um And I can't remember where this tradition actually it is like which part of India was it like Kerala or something? I'm not um, too sure. Let me just quickly let me just quickly Google that. Uh, but yeah, it's in no, it's in it's in Nepal. But I'm pretty sure like period huts are a thing across a lot of South Asian countries. Yeah, I think it's in I think it's in India as well. Mm-hmm. Saw that the other day. Yeah, but like it's just called Chobadi in Nepal, I think, and it's basically. A form of menstrual taboo which prohibits women and girls from participating in normal family activities while menstruating as they are considered impure, in quotation marks. Um, so obviously, like these uh, period huts are not sanitary uh, in the slightest. They'll crowd like a lot of women who are on their period in them. Um, and sometimes in, in any condition, obviously, they're not like insulated or anything. They're literally just a wooden hut. And because of like the uh, exposure to bacteria, and the likelihood of disease when you're living in crowded, contaminated conditions, and the fact that it can be very cold, um, especially obviously in Nepal, right? Um, it can get very cold. There have been like literal deaths of women who are forced to isolate and live in these huts during their menstrual periods. Um, and yeah. it's it's abs- it's absolutely vile. Like this is a thing that's happening currently on this planet. And I just I'm just very just just it's just awful. It's just some like the worst things like, I've ever read just yeah I think and some um, of these they're oh. just kids some of, some of these go- they're literally just girls they're like you know some deaths are like 12 13 year olds 
dying it's just vile absolutely vile i've seen um i've, I've seen that like a, a lot of the deaths that have happened is like which it's due to like carbon monoxide poisoning as well because they have oh, to like God. light fires inside to keep them warm of, yeah, yeah yeah and then they end up getting carbon monoxide poisoning so it's just like the the conditions are terrible it's not it's literally like they're just being punished for something that's like a natural thing to happen Mm. um and i think i remember seeing something about like uh i remember seeing it seeing it on a program ages ago but like somebody was literally just kept underneath the house god like not even a separate hut it was like literally just they, they had to just be kept underneath the house um while they were like on their period and like what kind of condition is that to put a human being it's ridiculous awful that is awful there needs to be discussion at some point on like the effects of because like colonization and patriarchy do this but there's like another conversation that needs to be had about the patriarchal aspects of some like um like non-western religions that have just sort of just stayed and yeah it's just a lot of a lot of governments in these countries aren't doing enough to like eradicate this taboo um again if the fact that they're major like temples in india like even the ones in the city right say like hyderabad or something like that in delhi where you can't you know you can't there's like no sanitary like bins in the loose because you're, you're not meant to be there on your period right like what hope is there for eradicating practices like this in rural communities it's like there has to be an overall kind of um destigmatization of periods like you can't just be like okay we're banning chocolate and that's it like that's not how that works you have to just make sure it's across the board for everyone yeah and yeah i think in um uh i know there's a, a, a lot of um muslim men that have this kind of stigma over periods as well and like mm. when it comes to um ramadan and praying and stuff when a woman is on her period she's not meant to pray or fast um and um that there's like many reasons to why that is like um you know like a, a, because of like the the kind of issues that um you can go through in terms of like the symptoms like the pain all of yeah. that like it's just it's not good for you to kind of fast when you're in a state like that like you know you've got to keep your strength up and stuff like that so that there's many reasons around why you don't do it but especially when it comes in when it comes to like ramadan and stuff like that because there's not really a culture around educating muslim um men about um periods and stuff like women just end up hiding the fact that they're not fasting because they don't want to like embarrass themselves or they don't want to embarrass like their dad their brother whatever so they literally hide in their rooms and eat because they they don't want to like show it and that it's like the wor- it's not it's just the worst because that's not how it's meant to be like you're not meant to hide that you're not fasting like if you can't fast you can't fast like mm. there's you you shouldn't be like it's there's nothing in the religion that says that you need to hide when you're like that like this it's just people being judgy for no reason so there's just like a lack of education around it there's like a huge stigma that's just forcing people to just hide something that isn't meant to be hidden um and it's so frustrating and then um oh, i was gonna say something else i can't remember um okay i've lost it right <laughs> okay that's <laughs> fine um 
just to like I not to like downplay anything that you two have said because I think what you two have brought up was really really needed to be said and I'm very happy that you said it but just on the point of like hiding that you're on your period and stuff like that just like Mm. in a much lesser obviously version because people you know I'm not talking about people dying in literal hearts freezing to death like dear god literal children um the idea just in in life and in school and in stuff in general of like hiding pads and stuff yeah yeah you said it immediately we've all done it like just (laughs) I still do it yeah of course you do of course you do and I just oh it it doesn't make sense but I still do it like I I don't know if it makes me a hypocrite then whatever I could be yeah, upset about fair. things that I do. Um, I just like I I remember like hiding it on in my sleeve, just yeah. like like in my sleeve, or like um, remember those stupid period tins that came out oh, to carry one pad? Just that's to, all like a that's bit in there. more money. There's more money to just make you buy stuff that you think you need. I hate it. I never I now literally the... just carry my pad every like whenever I go to the loo. Oh. It's like a short walk to the loo, but I just hold it. It's a piece of plastic. Like I mm. I don't give a sh- I don't give a sh- I leave that out too. I just- <laughs> really annoying this episode <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's gonna be just me bleeping oh, um, but yeah like i just just yeah just hold just hold the plastic and throw the used pad at any gross dude who says oh what's that like exactly no. Ugh, grown grown <laughs> ass men oh, grown I ass still, men i just even I still like, have in my to. own home my you know not to dunk on my mom she's lovely but just like being told when i was younger like oh no your dad's coming home hard that like yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just so ingrained and it's so I literally, I told you, I told you I was this, but I literally had like not even like a pad out. It was like an unopened pack of always, like in the mm. pack, like in the twelve pack or whatever. Mm. And my mom came into my room. I was like, "What are you doing? What if Dad walks in here and sees that and on your bed? It's in my room. It's in my room." Like, you know, <laughs> I one oh. hit KO and your dad just <laughs> yeah. dropped. <laughs> like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> you just put a line of them outside of your room and he can never come in again like i just amazing thank you wow <laughs> the ideas <laughs> like the ideas the ideas <laughs> I just, oh your I just... brain your mind wow <laughs> some real five head ideas going up here like wow I just can't believe. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that's what we have to do. Just, Why do we do? That? I still do it. I still do it. Oh. <laughs> it's just... I keep. Like it's just like I, I feel like you know there, there's no shame in it. Like it's a natural mm. thing. Like every yeah. every yeah. grown person should know that this is a thing now. And yet, yeah. when I go into the office, I'm still like sneakily taking it out of my bag, sneakily putting it in my pocket, quickly oh. running to the toilet. And yet, you know what? You know what? But it, what absolutely like is weird to me is that it's literally not even dirty. Like no, I would it's consider a bit of plastic. gross adults literally like sneezing. Fleming when they're sick into like tissues and then throwing those in the bin completely in sight of everyone that's okay for some reason and then you know and that's actually disgusting yeah <laughs> it's then... not like it's not like i'm taking a used pad and then rubbing it on the walls like you know what i mean like it's just it's a bit of plastic i can't i can't uh, i just that. i don't know i do not know i i make it make sense make it make sense i just i oh, it's just it's just such a mess and it's just again just the patriarchy and late stage capitalism have left it to this and i just just to reiterate like i cannot even begin 
to um you know as somebody who has like chronic health conditions but does not have like Crohn's or anything I cannot Mm. even begin to begin to believe like what people with like disabled people with like IBS or some other like stomach condition deal with how trans people deal with it and indeed how trans disabled people deal with it just the ultimate two hit KO like Mm. I just oh it's just bad all the time everywhere like I uh, it's just it's so much it's just so much it's just so much. It's just so much. <laughs> it's just, oh, oh. I'm um, currently on that article that we looked at a while ago about how mm. um, like female prisoners get like 12 sanitary pads a month while on their periods. Oh my god. Um, uh... And you know, like they're not like they're not going to be like actual like maxi ones. They're going to be like the cheapest, like worst. Like the Can't Sainsbury's sell some for like 20 pence or something crazy like that and those really worry me. Probably like... worse than that. Oh. Um, and the fact that they have to like, again, because they're not automatically provided, it's like you have to go to that, you know, the little like little shop they have in in prisons where after, after the measly like money that you, they give you for doing repetitive, like terrible work, yeah, use that to either buy, you know, the choose between buying sanitary products or food. Like, oh, it's, oh. it's awful. Um, so yeah, like the average pay for like women in prisons, I think in the states, like fifteen cents an hour. That is just right. slave labor, just straight up. up. Yeah, prisons are basically just like slave labor. Yeah. Um, and then I think so. Later on in the article, it says that there was so there was an Arizona politician who uh, she was going to introduce a bill that would change these rules to let women have unlimited sanitary pads. Mm. But the 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 um the full hearing uh at the, in the House of Representatives meant that the bill had to be passed by a nine man committee. Um, Emphasis and on those, the man. And those men were apparently like said they were uncomfortable listening to testimonies from former inmates about the experience of being on the peri- on their period behind bars. Like they were just uncomfortable listening to it. Oh my god, guys, they go through so much. Men go through so much on periods. They have to listen to a period. They go through so much, guys. <laughs> they go through so much. That's that's men on periods listening to periods. Imagine um, yeah. being a grown man in court. Do you do you like men get to go so far? Imagine getting a job in like a Supreme Court to not just like a regular little everyday like you know legal house, but the actual Supreme Court that decides things for the entire country, and being like, I'm uncomfortable talking about periods, and then not feeling embarrassed enough to be quiet about that, like. <laughs> just oh it just ugh. the justice system is like an absolute horrific mess like i hate it i hate who gets jobs in politics i hate it i hate every mess who gets a job in politics <laughs> i also i also hate them um mm. i think yeah it's... like med- medical professionals were just like you cannot like you know medical professionals are logging on being like you know even women with light periods need about 24 per month right it's like two a day ish um, yeah, exactly. And that's like, mm-hmm. and that's like the bare minimum. Period, like, ch- yeah. change it every three or four hours. If you've got a heavy flow, it's even more than that, right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, especially because um, they're plastic, so they they're don't plastics. actually absorb anything. Oh. Correct, <laughs> correct. And like, it's yeah, it's it's awful. It's awful. Mm. Um, and the fact that they're just pe- trying to block this thing, which doesn't even like affect them. I know, just vile, just. So it's so like actively evil. Like I yeah, just it is. can't it's, do it's it. Just overt like sexism. Oh, I just, ugh, I just, I cannot, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. Okay. 
whole period tax period tax yeah. the fact that so you, we've all heard of pink tax and just like the fact that things marketed towards women in general because like you know there isn't sort of an equivalent for men because a mad people don't tend to get to periods but mm. like um so you can't necessarily be like women's period pads cost more than men's period pads but there is definitely a period tax like if there were men's period pads for example they would cost less and that goes along with pink tax and how the same no worse razor blades razor blades that are actively worse yeah are yep. like yep. more expensive than the men's razor blades i cannot tell you the last time i bought quote-unquote women's razor blades because you've seen the men's adverts where they're just like we paid 68 nobel laureates to work out the exact angle and the frequency of sharpness on the end of this blade so it cuts down to the atom next to your skin to get rid of the hairs on your chin which is the only thing you shave and then women it's just like here is a completely smooth leg and this piece of plastic on a stick is going to destroy your skin use it it's It's, eight quid like it's so true like i have not used and i will not use um women's razors ever again because like i tried i used to just buy like the cheap um uh like marketed for women's pink razors or whatever um and i'd shave my legs and they'd be like "Eh." and then um there was like um my my brother had like a um a gillette one that had like five blades on it and um he was like I, i'm not gonna use it just take it so i took i took it and i used it to shave my legs oh my god my <laughs> legs have never been so smooth wow i am never i am never using women's razors again honestly <laughs> yeah. why are they so bad what what do men shave what do they shave sometimes their face that's like, it like that's literally <laughs> it <laughs> sorry i just muted to cough that's literally it i'm gonna go on record and just be the worst and say right now that the only mm. men you could like grow a decent beard are like south asian men all other men beards don't connect so they don't like, connect <laughs> so they, I'm, and like again just especially with women and the amount that we have to shave and also like none of us are white so we all have great hair but that means we have great hair everywhere. So we, so you know what that means. Like, you know, we, the, it drives me insane. The white women who's I've stopped shaving my armpits and there's like nothing there. I'm just like, well, good for you. But these legs are getting shaved. Like it's, it's so upsetting. <laughs> when they get the better razors. They're so I nice. I know, I know. They're so um, nice. I remember um, this girl that I used to go to school with. Um, I remember her, like, she had, like, this attitude of, like, um, she she was the um like the epitome of what a man wants in a woman kind of thing Mm. Um, pick me okay yeah yeah so uh i remember her boasting on twitter about uh her not having to shave her thighs oh shut up and it's like oh my god i can't believe people shave past their knees and i was like it's what what is it to you just, like why why am i offending you just just oh. say that you're bald and leave just say that you have no hair on your head and leave because the rest of us these luscious locks are out here shaving our thighs and that's yeah it. this like, this this white girl called <laughs> i don't care if she hears this um she this white blonde girl and Lynn called <laughs> like we were all on like duke of edinburgh together and then she saw i was like you know just like rolling up my literal what was I wearing while I was, I don't know, what I was doing, hiking, I don't know, like, 
yeah mm. i was rolling up my trousers of some kind <laughs> mm. and like she saw like my leg hair which i, I have like dark coarse leg hair mm. um it's a pain to shave right i never shaved it growing up i literally like only shave in the summer to wear dresses and even then i wish i didn't have to mm. um but yeah, like I never shaved, and it was just like she was just like, "Oh my god, you have so much hair! Look at me, I have no hair on my legs. Look at my legs!" And it's just like, "Shut up, shut." See, <laughs> if you're hearing this, I hate you. Um, <laughs> I'm, tw- I'm tweeting that clip at. <laughs> no context. Gotta find her. Be like, did you know? Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. You're right, and it oh, it just drives me insane. Drives me insane. It's just the worst. I'm going to go ahead and say it and just make enemies. My toxic trait is that I think that nobody should have to shave except that everybody should have to shave their armpits. I Men, know women, funny. and anybody. <laughs> I've told you this so many times. Men, women, and anyone in between, all humans should have to shave their armpits, and then that's it. You just do whatever you want with the rest of yourself. If yeah. I was supreme leader, that would be my toxic trait. <laughs> I just Fair. think the gross men I in mean, the summer sweating. We've been everywhere. on the central line in the I, summer, and especially oh. me, I'm five feet tall. I've been under some unwashed men's armpits <laughs> on the central line. Unshaved, unwashed, the, un- unshaved, just... unwashed armpits in the central line in the summer. <laughs> like I've been under their armpits. That's there's what's... nowhere for me to go. That's radicalized you. <laughs> it's radicalized me. <laughs> I believe that's valid. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Let's go on to the solution. First solution, men shave your armpits. That's the that's solution. It. That's it. Now we're logging off. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> Great to see you guys. Bye. <laughs>Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. put the image in the show notes of yep, yep. <laughs> But um also so you know you don't necessarily have to use these diva cups just because they're reusable because washing those in sterilizing liquid is just like horrific on its own. Not yeah. that I've done that, but just like the idea of just having to like buy sterilizing liquid for babies and just deal with that is just too much for me but um you know like you said random indie companies are finally doing it because mostly women but all afab people tend to be um are being like actually i don't want to wear a nappy that a man has made and then designed to be actively bad so i buy more of them and they've been making like period underwear which is just random regular 
shaped underwear that also is made out of a material that can deal with period blood. So you just wear that on your period and that makes sense. Like why, why wouldn't, mm. you know, why wouldn't you use that? So they are kind of expensive because obviously they're not being mass produced in China by child slaves, but yep. you know, you yep. can reuse them. <coughs> Something yep. else that you can use, which I actually use and I'm not embarrassed to say it. I actually started using this because I couldn't afford to keep buying always pads for me to go through them so quickly is that um, I literally got mine on Amazon, but you can buy them on Etsy and stuff, is that you can get reusable maxi pads um, and they're literally just made out of cotton and they have like poppers on them. So you just pop them open and put them on your underwear and they're made out, because they're made out of like cotton and they have like a thickish, like not super thick, but like a thick lining, you know, you'll, you'll lose your mind because they're actually absorbent, unlike the random plastic you get sold in always pads. And then you just throw them in the washing machine and wash them afterwards, and they're literally fine. Like, it's made yeah. out of the same material that regular underwear is made out of, but just in the shape of a maxi pad, you know. What and a concept. Just, like, take this further, I think, the whole concept of, like, um, period products. Just make them free across the board. Yes. Just make them free across the board for everyone, every AFAB individual, like, in prisons wherever they are anywhere in the world like in space in space in space i want the iss stocked full of period products yes um yeah just make them just make them available for everyone also teach both teach like every just teach everyone everyone in school about periods no matter Mm. their gender or gender identity they need to learn about this process which is so not cared for in this world um Mm. and just stop the period stigma in general stop making us buy stupid little tins for our pads um just stop just stop (laughs) so bad um, education in um like all countries especially in countries where like like india and nepal and stuff like that that would be it's essential that would save lives exactly that would yeah and then um i've completely forgot to mention this before as well but i'm bringing i'm bringing back the pain into solution section sorry um but (laughs) some women in india are literally getting hysterectomies so they don't get periods so they can keep working so um there's like a whole village of women where they they're in their mid-20s and they've they've gotten a hysterectomy because they can't afford to have a day off when they're you know when when they're on their period and they're like cramping and stuff like that so we need education that you know if um if a woman is cramping they should not be penalized for um for that um they should also not be demonizing something that's natural that's happening like there's nothing wrong with what is happening like stop being so high and high and mighty and like stopping women from working just because that this is gonna happen to them every month um like it's not gonna it's not gonna kill you to give a woman a day off like calm down um Mm. yeah exactly you just yeah just need education it's not gonna like it's not a bad thing it's just, it's just not like it's yeah. just oh it's so it's just so exhausting honestly and like have yeah exactly pay period leave for everyone who needs it for like yeah. you know at least like a few days um and and if they have certain conditions which means that they have like longer periods and stuff obviously give them more um and i also think i just i also wanted to bring back the pain 
um, <laughs> to the solution section. But we put, we put we put it over here in the in the show notes. But there was that literal study done. Just going back to the endometriosis topic, there was a paper, and I say this in the loosest possible terms, paper in quotation mark, oh, written by oh, these Italian. This. Yeah, we're doing it. These Italian scientists, again in quotation marks, in like ten billion quotation marks, um, <laughs> who wrote a paper about how um attractive uh women with endometriosis are and how that affects their attractiveness what? and they got like un- undergraduate men to like rank these poor women who are like in constant pain just rank their attractiveness um and poor like these poor women just to partake in this actual bs study um and it was absolutely disgusting and it was finally retracted by the medical journal um but i just the fact that this even ended up in one is absolutely bile the state of medical academia the state of a fab people's medicine again just atrocious absolutely atrocious again the fact that they got funding to make that happen it's not like they did it for free they never have to do anything for free no of course not so they got funding for that is is absolutely unbelievably horrific and i hate it here I hate I forgot about that. I literally deleted that from my memory, and it's so back. yeah. Um, electric chair for those scientists. Is <laughs> okay, a, yeah. Is I'm a... not bleeping that one out. That one. <laughs> Thank will stay you. The rest, <laughs> and, and that brings me back to my other solution: <laughs> that if you destroy a toilet and you are not disabled, you get thrown in jail. Stop yeah. like pooping on the floor. <laughs> God damn! I can't believe there are grown adults who do this. Like you, you don't own. You don't own. <laughs> public toilets and everyone needs them they're hard enough to find as it is like again we've t- i think i've definitely talked about this with somebody with people in general but i think the absolute state of like the fact that human beings need like to go to loo as part of a function and there's no like you know that when you're traveling like one of the big things is like where are the toilets like yeah. you know just traveling to anywhere that isn't like a campus or whatever, a university campus specifically, and finding somewhere to go to loo. Like, if you're on, like, a high street and you're shopping, you know, where do you, you just, you just have to be like, I hope I don't need the toilet. Like, yeah. it's a mess. And I just think that's, like, a huge failure of society. And that and is also, it. just, like, a real basic thing, like, just especially for, like, non-AFAB people who have bathrooms, just always have, a like, a bin in there. Mm. I cannot tell you how many times I've been around to like a um, guy friend's house who just did not have like a bin in their bathroom, and I'm on my period. It's like, where do I chuck this out the window? Like, Down the toilet I- and clog it, sweaty. Just clog the loo, then leave. <laughs> <laughs> but I've literally just been like, hey, could you like you know get a bin in here? And they're like, okay, sure. But it's like, and then mm. I actually told them, you know, please have a bin in here you don't know who might need what when they use the loo like basic like basic decency basic common sense mm. what would also be very very nice is if they actually brought bought bought some pads and tampons and stuff yeah like if, if you have a, if you, yeah if you have like a female friend coming over you have like or um, yeah. anybody who has like a period comes over mm. and you know it just happens like it can happen out of the blue yeah. um it'd be nice if you know you have some supplies there yeah you, do, do, nice. you don't have to have someone there living with you all the time for you to have it like exactly why not mm, that yeah you know what that is an actual thing because like you could stay over at somebody's house and then wake up the next morning and there will just be blood on the sheets that can happen sometimes yeah and just them knowing what that is, not freaking out because it's not like they literally pooped the bed. And like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is and what people also, do when you... they're drunk. 
Okay, you can think so that, that's also fine. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay, fair enough. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Drunks, you're you're valid. Poop the bed. But anyway, <laughs> going back to that, having supplies and also, you know, you know how they'll say, you know, buy the own brand of a lot of things. I'm gonna go ahead and say that period pads are not one of those things. You have to buy the bright named brand, expensive yeah, version, yeah. and get that. I just have that for your friends. And again, you know, they it's not and like make they... them have wings. Yes. If you buy the ones without wings, I'll send you back to the shop oh, with them. You can just enjoy that. But yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Just chill out. It's literally like if somebody cut their finger next to me by accident and got a bit of it like on my hand, I wouldn't freak mm. out. But no. if somebody like sneezed on me and got some phlegm on my hand, I'd die. I would just simply <laughs> drop dead instantly. So like, you know, Finish it. <laughs> Just putting a bit of perspective. Like, you need to edit in the sounds when I say that. Oh like... god, I'm gonna have to do so much editing. But I was thinking that because <laughs> I'm gonna have to get the more combat, goddamn, and this and it's gonna get copyright claimed, even though we don't have any money. It's oh, it's so I'm having a great time, guys. <sighs> Take this here. Okay, okay. Any more solutions? Any more solutions? Um, trying to think. I think just maybe mind your business. Like I said, yeah. disabled toilets. Like there are plenty of people who have like Crohn's or IBS or whatever, which is a disability, but it's not like they're in a wheelchair, but they get to use disabled toilets. And mm. there are plenty of trans people, more than you think. Most of them are just busy minding their own business and being trans. Like you pass a woman on the street and I'm telling you now, you've passed many women on the street who are trans and you can't tell because you can choke because the gender binary doesn't exist. Trans men will need to deal with periods, mind your own business. So that's that on that. Um, yeah. I can't think of anything else. Okay. Neither can I. That's a good one to end on. Mind nice. your business. <laughs> mind your business. Okay. <laughs> good the good egg times the good egg times i have i'm going to i'm going to just start um Mm. i'm going to recommend a youtuber her name the youtube channel name is chanel time and um basically this year it's been it's been it's been a hard couple years for your girl okay everybody it's been a hard couple years for your girl and this year 2021 I made some New Year's resolutions and I don't usually make New Year's resolutions, but I just needed to this year. And the main one I've stuck to was reading more because I read loads. I have like five bookshelves um, and then I just stopped for a couple of years because work was killing me. And and then I was just like, no, I want to get back into it. And I made like a promise to start reading more diversely. So I've read a lot of books not written by cishet white men. Um, and I've just been having a great time. I really love reading. You get all of the BS that goes on in Hollywood and stuff you don't get in books and comics. So, oh my it's god, true. dark-skinned black people. Oh my god, explicit LGBT plus people who don't die, who have literal partners that they live with and have a happy life. Like, what a concept. So, I've been having a great time. And as part of that, I've been like revisiting and looking for a bunch of new books, which led me to like book YouTubers. And Chanel Time is a dark-skinned black woman who does like book reviews and book hauls and it's just like a book YouTube channel. Very, very nice, very wholesome, very good. Her makeup is on point, her wig slaps. Like she always looks great and she gives really good um, recommendations. And I've used a lot of her videos to be like, oh, what did she read? Oh, I like, you know, the sound of two of the seven books that she mentioned. I'm gonna 
you know, put them on my list and stuff like that. And she's yeah. just great. Just check out Chanel Time. Her thumbnails are excellent. She's very funny. Again, you know, ugly white men? No. Girl with great makeup and excellent wigs? Yes. Um, I don't know why I'm stressing this so much, but she is very pretty. Um, she is. She is. I'm, I'm on her channel. It's very um, nice. It's very, like, aesthetically pleasing. And she gives yeah. great reviews. If you want a specific video, um, I really enjoy, like, high fantasy. I really enjoy, like, big book series, like, books that have a thousand pages. And there's, like, eight books in the series. Sign me up. And she has a video on fa uh, fantasy and science fiction books to read in 2021. And that's a good one. So let me put yeah. that link. Check the check the show notes for the longs. So yeah, the, the 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 channel looks the channel looks amazing. Again, I love how colorful the thumbnails are as well. Yeah. And like the like the white high the like the white line around like her outline in the. Oh, it's in so the... good. It's so good, it, isn't it? I really like, like it. Yeah, I love it. I do love it. She puts a lot of work into it, and she looks great doing it. So yeah, like, I, have, I have subscribed. I have subbed. I have subbed. She is subbed. Nice. Um, okay, I'll go I'll go next. Um, so I've just been on my sci-fi BS just <laughs> re-watching um Deep Space Nine and I forgot how like diverse <laughs> and good it was. Um so like there's like the main captain on the ship is Captain Benjamin Sisko. He is a dark skinned black man and he is the captain of this ship. Um and nice. all, of all the captains in Star Trek, he takes the least <laughs> from anyone and I love him. Um he's also got this like his like young like son his dark-skinned son who like goes through his own character development called jake and he's with him the entire show and he's also awesome um then you also have like uh trans representation as well for like a show that was like, wow what? yeah like pushed in the 90s yeah yeah it's really good so there is this uh this cat this woman called jadzia dax right um and she is explicitly stated as trans because um so her 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 entire and what i like is how they kind of um have these sort of like facets of sci-fi but they tie it into like political and social themes of the time mm. um because that's my entire niche but yeah so jadzia dax is uh, belongs to an alien race called the trill and the trill basically have this thing called like the symbiont in them which is basically like a worm right and that's basically their life force and okay. you can like um, take the this the symbiont from one form to another. Okay. So there've been many times where so in the previous life, uh, Jadzio was like um, just like an old dude, right? And there's so many times where she meets like a character who um, was like, oh, your 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 Curzon Curzon is the name of um, the worm. her like previous form. Yeah. Oh, okay. And instead where do of they being get like the new bodies from, well, as I jump into this where do they get the new bodies from like why do so they they're leave like hosts, they're like hosts that they that um off themselves up basically okay and yeah it's like it's weird because it's like it's like their previous like the worm is sort of like the previous person's like soul right okay but it's also that they also have their own um spirits within them as well like so the current form isn't complete it's not like you know it's like taking over another dead body or anything like that okay it's like you have your own personality and memories but also the memories of your previous form and you have so many aliens that like and other characters that just like approach Jadzia going like, Oh, Curzon, is that you? You look different now. It's like, oh I go by Jadzia now. And they're like, Jadzia, my old friend. Oh. And before they were just like, Curzon, my old friend. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like trans rights. 
Deep Space Nine correct. said trans rights. They did. It's also like the first the sci-fi, like, I think, no, I don't know if it's the first sci-fi lesbian kiss, but it's um, Jadzia kisses another um, woman trill on the show as well. Basically just a great amount of representation and diversity. And how can I forget my boy, Alexander Siddig, who plays that king in Game of Thrones, like that old hot oh, king. Oh my God. You yes. Yeah, yeah. You get to see him young. You get to see him young in Deep Space Nine. Oh, I love Dr. him. Bashir. Because, yes, I lo- I'm in love with him. survived cancer in real life and came back to just look excellent and stab yes. everybody. So than and anyone be the, about and be the <laughs> only decent human being in the entire Game of Thrones universe by not killing children. Like, what an, what an idea. Yeah, King Doran, was that his name? I think that was it, yeah. Oh, anyway, he's here's, so a, here's, a, here's the memory alpha wiki for Julian Bashir. I'm crying. Who is his <laughs> young? Just look at look how pretty he is. Everyone, just look at him. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm but yeah, up this link. <laughs> but oh. yeah, like, again, like like South Asian representation. Um, middle name is Subatoy. Like he is not white. Um, he's got like a like a British. He's like a he's like he's also not got like a stereotypical Indian accent or anything, right? Yeah. Um, he's just got this like normal British RP accent. His like relatives um, will like have like Elbashir, um, and that's like literally him bringing his own like his the own actors like ancestry into it as well, which is really nice. Um, and it's it's great. He's just an amazing character. Like, he's annoying as <laughs> sometimes, but he's really nice. Um, and <laughs> leave that out. But <laughs> I'm gonna have to. <laughs> You're welcome. But... Thank you. Yeah, please, please watch this show. Honestly, like if you want diversity in Star Trek, you start with this. Who is the um, teddy bear? I'm on the Wikipedia. Oh, teddy bear. That's his like little bear from when he was a kid. I love it's it. The, yeah, Kukulaka, yes. Put the bear in the everywhere. show notes. Put the bear's the, bear only, the sh- only thing. The of bear's course. the only thing. And the, in the screaming. Show notes. And the screaming. And the screaming. Those are in the show, um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like he also had like his own, um, his like, he grew up with like, not i don't know if it's actually like a like an actual like problem but he had he wasn't like uh very like academically gifted when he was young he had to struggle a lot and everything as well and that's that's something else that they touch on so it's like a lot of relatable content um nice and yeah just you'll you'll love the show watch it <laughs> nice i will we'll watch deep space ancient deep space nine literally ancient deep space nine okay <laughs> okay my turn i'm guessing so um I'm gonna rec- right. I'm gonna recommend something that I've not actually fully had the chance to listen to yet. I'm like set. What is it? Twelve minutes into the first part, the first episode. But basically, yeah. it's uh, a podcast, and I've recommended this Instagram account a while back. It's called Brown History. Uh, Brown History is basically a Instagram is an Instagram page which is like dedicated to South Asian history um and it's it posts um you know pictures of you know um south asia like in like various moments of uh south asian history so for example there's like one picture that i've just brought up it's about um one of the first south asian athletes um to win a gold medal in the commonwealth games um he's called milk milka singh i think um and yeah so it's just like little just various stories of of uh south asia so i've I've already recommended this but basically they have a podcast hey and um i'm really excited to listen through it they've got 20 episodes up at the moment um they're all very varying lengths so um 
the they, they do like different types of um episodes so some will be like a reading of um of like a story um one it one could be like um um a um in, interview with uh with someone who's south asian um so for example i'll just read some of these descriptions out um because mm. i'm just i'm really excited to to listen um but one is about um tea uh basically the the history of uh tea and capitalism in china and india oh. um and then there's another one that really interested me um and it's about um forced migrations as well from south india um not south india south asia sorry um so we all know that there's like a history of um especially the um the uh british taking people from south uh asia and taking them to you know um other countries other parts of the world to to basically just work um so i know that there was a a, a massive migrate migration from uh india to um i think it was the caribbean um to for for them to work on the plantations and they they basically forced them over with like the the promise of uh you'll you'll do some work and then you'll um you'll go home or something but then they never actually actually ended up taking them home um so there's you know there's a lot of different kind of topics that they, that they go through um so i'm really excited to listen to it and i'd probably i, I know it's going to be good because brown history it's is it like their instagram is really really good so um definitely have a listen and you can listen while i'm listening as well we can mm-hmm. all listen together yeah that'll be that'll be nice i've, I've subbed to their instagram but thank you for telling me about the podcast that sounds absolutely amazing it does it sounds really great not as good as our podcast, but still very good. <laughs> also, we would like a collab if anyone's listening. Like, Sorry for what Krell just said. <laughs> that would be very cool, and I would cry if yeah, they said yes. The POC Squared podcast was written, recorded, edited, and posted by the POC Squared team. We would like to thank the Royal Astronomical Society for funding us, which keeps the podcast and all the other work we do free. We can be found on Twitter and Instagram at POC Squared. That's POC and then the word squared with no spaces for both. And we can also be found on our website, www.pocsquared.co.uk. That's www.pocsquared.co.uk. Please support the show by leaving a review wherever you're listening to us. And our intro and outro music is Blippy Trance by Kevin McLeod. Find it at incompetech.filmmusic.io. Thanks for listening. Hello. Hey, now yes. it looks somewhat. We are in sync. <laughs> we have to start harmonising then. Uh... <laughs> for me to like auto-tune my voice to actually be in harmony is not worth it for this podcast i'm sorry i don't have those skills i'm just trying to live my acapella dream and none of you are letting me honestly oh. the pitch perfect girls had it right we should have done that instead of whatever we're doing now so <laughs> never even seen pitch perfect well it's bad <laughs> oh. <laughs>
Unless I haven't seen it. Unless three of them for some reason. Why? If you're not heard of the Pitch Perfect trilogy, the cinematic I'm heard, I just never watched universe. a single one. I didn't know, I thought there were like two. I didn't know there was a third. I'm very upset. Perfect cinematic universe. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The first thing that comes up is a Reddit thread that says what is the worst cinematic universe you can imagine. So there you go. That's pretty much the consensus of the pitch. But I just, it made a lot of money. Um, it's it appealed to like teens, but I just thought it was pretty cringe even for teens. So there you go. Okay, I'll I'll be controversial here and say that I didn't mind it. I I didn't mind it. I mean, like it's, it's, a, it's a cringe. I know it's cringe, but it's just like one of those cringe things that I can watch. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna like turn it off immediately if I'm, if it's on. But, <laughs> but Pitch Perfect three. Now that that was awful. That okay, was, was awful. Was making money. Like so, all three films cost ninety one million to make in total. Goodbye. And then they made five hundred and sixty five million. So oh damn. Okay. In total, so you can see that they were like time to just keep milking this. But I will say, you know, they could have been much worse because they had a singular, like, East Asian person and a singular black, which they couldn't have. One of the most films, like, exactly. that. So, like, you when know, they get that. 2012, 2012 okay, yeah. 2015, and 2017, the before yeah. times. Better, better f- diversity than the Avengers. It did. <laughs> it did. And white women don't count. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. 